question Guess who's here for OG's wrestling? Ain't no competition, we report, you gon' listen Never no mercy, we bring the ring to the streets If you don't know, you better find out off the ropes Hit approval point number one in the league Bet you don't wanna tussle with us Nowhere to hide or run, step in the ring Get done, you're never stepping out again So you're back on the wolf pack Off the roof, representing that 617 area Day in, day out, off the ropes for life Shiznit, he wins, fast crew on the mic In town, be the city where we make our own rules Stomping no, you can't fit our shoes Off the ropes, a crowd pleaser Conquering like Caesar Lean on us like pizza when you need your wrestling re-up Till you're back on the wolf pack Off the roof, representing that 617 area Till you're back on the wolf pack No other podcast out here more scary Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on, man. It's uh, truly a pleasure. Absolutely, man. You know, like, you know, we always try to open the platform. We always try to open the door for independent people to come on the show and really just give us who they are. And for us, being as wrestling marks ourselves, trying to get our content going and growing to be a huge successful business. So it's a win win for the both of us here. How you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually uh, on the road getting ready to go to School of Morton right now. Uh, had a three-day weekend, uh, was at Titan Wrestling, and then I was at American Lucha last night, and now I'm back on the road to go to, uh, school. Now, with your schedule, is it possible, like, for you to try to find, like, any downtime for yourself during these shows? Like, do you be able to, like, have enough time to, like, go to the gym, um, or be able to see the house, or is it just strictly just your priority is to go to the show, being able to try to figure out how to go to the next one. Oh, I'm sorry, man. You're going to have to say that one more time. I didn't quite get that. No, I, was, I, was, I was saying, for, for, for what you're doing right now, like, you 
find any downtime in your current work right now, or, or, or is it just going from one show to the next show to the next? Uh, it really, it really just depends. Um, normally my downtime is in my car whenever I have a three day weekend. Um, but if it's just like a Saturday and Sunday show, then normally downtime would be on a Friday night or something like that. But normally it's every other week that I'm on, I'm on the road Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so you're pretty much having off on the road every weekend, every or how's that playing out? Like, how's the booking situation for independent guys like yourself on right now? Yeah, well, the bookings are definitely a little, a little tough right now. On the tougher side, with COVID still being on the rise, I guess you could say. Um, a few places have started opening back up. Definitely having better luck now than I was whenever COVID first hit. Um, so the school runs every Sunday. Uh, so that's where I'm at normally every Sunday uh, is at Ricky's school. Um, and then every other weekend I'm at Titan Wrestling and American Lucha. And then just any other bookings that I get in between. Sometimes I'll have to get them uh, out of state, you know, go down to Georgia or Alabama or even uh, maybe make a trip down to Florida. It just depends on, you know, where's opening up and where's where they're able to run shows. And how many how many promotions have you worked for ever since your your origin or your arrival into the in, on the wrestling? How many promotions have you worked for? Oh man, uh, well, there's been quite a few that I've worked for. So um, I've worked for Titan. Um, I've worked for American Lucha, Ricky School. I've worked for uh, what used to be known as NWA Smoky Mountain, uh, now known as Innovate Wrestling. Uh, I've worked for C3W Wrestling in Maryland. Um, I've worked for uh, Urban Combat Wrestling in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I've also done a show in Virginia called Raider R Wrestling. Um, there's another promotion that I've done in Rockwood, Tennessee, MSWA. Uh, I've done Kapow in Knoxville. Um, I've done KFW in Sevierville. Uh, those are just like a few of them off the top of my head that I could think of right now. Wow, so off the top of that head, I kind of thought maybe because seven to eight right now, and then that can be growing and continuing. The more that you work, the more exposure that you get, right? Right, right. You know, like it just, it just really depends. Every locker room is different. You know, there's always some backstage drama going on, no matter where you go. Um, but I mean, it's it's easy to get away from as long as you try not to. You know, you just keep to yourself, you know, focus on what you're doing there, what you're there to do. And, you know, you kind of just fade yourself out of the drama. Now, given from your persona, you're the type that try to stay away from that, just know the lane, come in, do his job right, and get over with the locker room on his own instead of trying to be the political type. Right, yeah. I see. I don't like to get involved in all the, the backstage politics or any of that. I try to stay away from that as much as I can. Um, if it's something where like, I am absolutely like it involves me, then, uh, you know, I'll try to come to a a resolve without it having to turn into just more backstage drama. But, you know, half the time it doesn't involve me. Um, and I just, I just stay out of it and people just leave me alone. They don't, you know, they're like, okay, this guy doesn't, you know, he doesn't care about this stuff. So whatever, we'll just go over here and deal with this over here. 
and the old classic phrase comes to mind. My name is Bennett, and I'm not in it. Yeah, exactly. Move, right? Move on from there. Um, let's 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 go back to the time capsule, man. Let's let's start from the origin. Let's start with the little kid who was who had to be sitting there watching wrestling, the same thing like a lot of us had when we were kids. Who were who were your guys when you were growing up? As a kid? Oh man, from what I can remember, um, I have a terrible memory, but um, from what I can remember, I uh, grew up watching um, a lot of Guerrero and Benoit. Um, even back in the WCW days. Um, so those were my main guys that I would watch, um, even even up to Jeff Hardy. So those were my top three. That's pretty, that's pretty choice for myself. I guess it happened to Undertaker. Uh, yeah, Undertaker will have to be my number one. He's always been my number one, of course. Austin will have to be my rough number two. Number three, believe it or not, I got to give it to The Rock. I don't mean, I don't know for what real reason. I think it's more of his mic working out. He can just bring you in with just such a powerful promo. Right. To the point where you have to, even though you may hate him, but you have to love him. Right, so, right. And, I mean, those are definitely, uh, you know, three people that I, you know, still watch. Um, you know, that those would fall more into the category of, like, top ten. Right. But we, and we're not going to get, you know, too deep into that, though. So, as you so as you're growing up, you're getting older. Now you're now you're reaching the teenage years. Now is where we kind of figure out what we're good at. Kind of figure out what we want to do with our lives later on as a career. How did professional wrestling come into your life, and what was the choice that you made for yourself to say, "All right, this is what I want to do." All right. So basically, I grew up watching wrestling. My uncle used to be a big fanatic of wrestling um he used to take us to the live events whenever they came because i'm originally from chicago so whenever they come in he'd always take us um and like i'd always get the little the little uh the the like the slam buddies he got me a taker one a stone cold one so i've always been intrigued by wrestling i've always grown up watching it i've always thought it was awesome and i always wanted to do it um and then we moved to tennessee and it wasn't until impact had a show in johnson city at freedom hall um, where I actually got to meet Jeff Hardy, got to take a picture with him in the ring. I was about maybe 14 or 15 years old, and I knew I wanted to wrestle. I always just thought it was, you know, too impossible for me to actually be able to do it. And Jeff actually took the time to ask me. He's like, hey, you know, you know, what do you what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, I actually want to, you know, was thinking about doing what you do, you know, being a wrestler. And I just remember he told me he's like, well, I hope to see you in the ring one day. And that just kind of that just kind of gave me the iggy, you know, to to actually chase it more. Then everyone, I'm like, okay, Jeff Hardy's telling me he wants to see me in the ring. Now I got to do it, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a huge, a huge dream match. I, if I was in your shoes, I would double check this dream match right here. If I can go against Hardy and go to some crazy-ass big spots to try to get me and himself over, I think that would be probably a mission accomplished. Yeah. Now, going into the training in the rest of the schools, how did that come about? Like, how did you find the right school that was right for you? And how was that process? So I was actually, uh, after that, uh, that meeting with Jeff Hardy, um, I started digging in a little more. I uh, started looking into a bunch of different wrestling schools. And I was actually going to fly out to L.A. and go live with some family down there for a little bit and train down there and find a school down there because I think, uh, there was a school down there 
that was ran by Rikishi, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I was going to go train down there. Uh, but there was one of my buddies that I went to school with uh, in Tennessee that, um, that was actually like, hey, man, there's actually a school that's closer that's here. You know, you don't have to move away. It's, um, it's close to Greenville. It's in Chucky, Tennessee. And I'm like, well, where's that at? And then he's like, well, he's like, I just started training not that long ago. He's like, I can take you with me, you know, you know, introduce you to the, to the people that run it. You know, Ricky Morton's the head trainer. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Awesome. All right, cool. So let's go. So we ended up going. And that's how I found out about the, the school of Morton. You know, they were pretty new still, so they weren't on the, on the map quite yet. Um, so it was me and another guy named uh, Barrett Stout. You know, he doesn't wrestle anymore. He had a, an injury that caused him to have to not work anymore. Um, but he was the guy that showed me the school of Morton and I've been there since day one. Like they, they were open for about a year or so in, I believe. And they had Chase Owens down there with Ricky Morton. Um, and they were doing the training and there was a few students. And then, you know, a year later they got a, a few more. Uh, I was one of the, the, I guess you could say one of the originals that was there. Um, along with a few of the other students that were there. Um, so, so pretty much by this, you the training process is usually what six months before you go into a happy first match, right? Right. So, I, yeah, I don't think I had my first match. You said, uh, you said for how long? He said six months or less. Uh, no, it's probably about six, a little bit more than six months i might have maybe seven months in is when i had my my first actual match aside from you know the training matches mm-hmm. of course okay um so let's go to the character let's go into your character of the archangel draco how does how does this how does this image of yours come into fruition like how did like like what's the creative process of you creating your your own character so um, with that, it's actually kind of funny. Everybody always thinks that I get the name Draco from uh, Harry Potter, which is funny because I've, I've never actually seen Harry Potter. So, like, I was, I was never a Harry Potter fan, so I never actually watched it. So when they say that, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. Uh, but um, I always, like, uh, I always thought the name Drake was cool. And so I was like, okay. So what what is something that I can do to make Drake sound more Latino, more Hispanic? And I was like, oh, I know, I'll just do what, you know, whenever people want to make fun of uh, Hispanics when they talk Spanish, they just add an O to the end of something. I'll just say Draco and that'll work. Stop. Now, Draco is, is that now that term Draco is used in so many things now in 2021, especially when it comes to little Derek. Guns and affiliations and all the other type of stuff. Do you get that? Do you do you get that kind of stigma because of the name, or is that like people just be like, nah, like we know how to define it too? So um, with the name, like I've had a lot of people come up to me. They're like, "Yo, did you get your name from Harry Potter? Or did you get it from a gun?" And when I first started, it was just straight <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, now you know it's more of a thing where like, oh, well, he's he started using the name before it got all these affiliations. Um, 
So, you know, people will come up to me like, hey, you know, when are you going to bust out that AK? And I'm like, nah, nah, we, we ain't about that now. You know, it's just the name. Calm down. <laughs> now, you know, you could name your finisher the AK-47. I could. I could. You know, but I, I mean, it, just because, like, okay, well, people want to use it, like, okay, I'm going to use it to my event. Instead of using just this regular name as my finish, just, re, just, just rename it under that, boom. And that goes directly with your character. Right. Now, there is a there's a guy that I worked uh, not that long ago, and his name is AK, the God of War. Oh, okay. So I can't. Yeah, yeah. So he's got he's got that already intact with him. <laughs> and you don't want to be doing that. Um, yeah. Let's go to the accolades. So you was a former East uh, East uh, Eastern Tennessee World Heavyweight Champion. How did that journey to Go into a to go into a promotion, work your way up that ladder, to have to to have the big guy come to the back and say to you, "Okay, we're gonna put the belt on." How did that come into fruition for you? What was the journey like? So for me, um, you know, the belts, uh, no matter which belt it is, it's always just been a gimmick to me. Like I've never had a belt and let it go to my head and thought I was a big shot and you know none of that. Um, I always understood the purpose of a belt. Um, I always understood what they were used for. I do also understand that, you know, sometimes they are uh, earned. You know, not every, not anybody can just get it. Even though it is just a gimmick, you know, not everybody can just get a bell. You can't just put it on some random person and be like, okay, yeah, here, it's just a gimmick, so we're going to give it to you. No, it also has to follow along with everything that you're doing. So for me, it was like the journey was like I've been X Division champion. I think it was four times when I won the uh, – like I was a four-time – X division champion whenever I won the, the East Tennessee heavyweight championship. Um, so for me, it was more like, okay, he's reached this milestone. He's built his way up the journey. He's won this one belt four times. Let's put him in a different, uh, in a different title picture and see how he does. So that was the transition into, um, that match. And I remember we were in, we were at a high school show in, uh, Greenville, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, my one of my friends had just passed away um and they had told me that i that you know that i was getting the belt that night so to me that was really special because you know i was going to dedicate that match to him anyway not knowing whether i was going to win or not um and then when they told me that it just kind of it just kind of all fell together so i felt like you know i he never got to make it to one of my shows um because he was always working and he always wanted so he always talked about he was going to request a day off and and come out and watch me. So, like, to me, that was like, like, you didn't get to make it, but I know you were watching. Right. Man, that's, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry for you off, man. That's, uh, that's a huge, huge goal that no one should really have to go through, especially when you're, you're about to win the title, and now you're hearing that you're about to win it. So you now know that this was happening to be not because of what I've been doing, but what because who's watching me and who, who goes who primes up the – to see me, to see me wrestle, and that's a huge, you know what I'm saying, like, that's a, a huge, a huge motivational push. Yeah. You know, so I hope that really motivates you and really pushes you to go farther in life and don't, and don't let up. Keep your foot on the gas pedal. Don't even let the brakes up. Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Um, so you said that you was a four-time exhibition champion. Um, how many times were how many times were you the super junior heavyweight champion, or how many other titles have you won since? 
Well, so, right now, excuse me. Okay, so like right now, I'm at a nine-time exhibition champion, um, two-time East Tennessee heavyweight champion, uh, two-time Super Junior heavyweight champion, um, and then a uh, television champion. Damn. Okay, then. So pretty much, this is basically saying that your work in the ring basically says, I'm all that in the bag of chips. So where can we find your matches? So Titan Wrestling, uh, they always put up uh, any matches that they do. They are uh, filmed probably a week in advance, um, and then they let them out the next week for their uh, Facebook deal that they do. Uh, you can catch me on School of Morton Live every Sunday, 5.05 is the start time, and there's also the name of the show, Facebook Live, uh, YouTube streaming on Restream. Um, so we got that going on. Uh, I've done a few internet pay-per-views for uh, IWTV with uh, MSWA. Um, we did another internet pay-per-view um, called Overdrive for School of Morton. Uh, catch me on there. Their links are all on their Facebook pages. Um, I got some YouTube highlight reels uh, on YouTube, Draco Alvarez channel. Uh, kind of pull me up anywhere, really, that I've been. You heard it here, folks. You heard where you can find all his stuff at. You can find his highlight clips and some of his great work. And um, one last thing um, before I know I know how to cut the show that I know right now. Probably got a lot of other stuff to do. You're busy, and I got a Super Bowl I got to start booking for. Plus, I got to get for the other podcast at three. Um, so, where do you feel if the opportunity strikes to you? I know people would say, it's all about the money or depending on how the book situation goes. If you had the opportunity to go to any one of these promotions and say, okay, this is it, I finally made it big time, which one would you go to and why? Well, for me, it, like, I was just talking about uh, this yesterday with uh, Franco Vargo. We were on our way to American Lucha, and I was talking to him about this. <laughs> Funny, because um, I had Franco Vargo on my show last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was telling me about that, too. So, like, um, so it, it's like I told him, you know, it has to be WWE. Like, there's like, it doesn't matter which one I get to first. WWE definitely has to be the one that I go to. You know, like, it doesn't matter how long it takes me to get there. Like, that's that's where I have to get. And the reason being is, uh, I recently uh, got sent. My mom sent me a picture uh, about a few weeks ago um, that she had found on an old phone that she had, and it was from 2013. And it was a picture of me uh, standing in front of the performance center whenever we took a trip down to Orlando. I begged her and begged her and begged her to drive me down there and let me get a picture in front of the building. So seeing that kind of was just like, I have to finish the loop. I already went. I was already in front of the building. Now to complete that, I have to be in the performance center with WWE already. Like that, that, that will complete the journey for me. God speak to you, man. And I hope pray that you have people who fulfill your dreams and fulfill your dreams. That's what he was for. Thank you. Man, so I'm Blackheart. Uh this was the interview with the Archangel with the Archangel with the Archangel Draco. Um, this is part one and two of today's recording. Part two will be always uh, the weekly the weekly recap news um with the fellow boys, uh Seth Uncle Fat. He's gonna be at church today. Sorry. Uh, pretty much that's pretty much is gonna be it. Oh, and one more question before before we get out of here. Today's today's Super Bowl lineup, Chiefs versus Bucks, who you have? I actually I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. 
okay? Everybody's going to get on me and jump my ass for this, but uh, I actually don't watch football. I don't like football. Okay. So. What? Okay, well, if you really just had to just pick just one, just one quick pick real quick, who would it be? Okay, so who's playing? Chiefs versus Buccaneers. Uh, I don't know, Chiefs. Let's go with Chiefs. Okay, so he's all right, He's going for Patrick Mahomes today. All right, folks. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, so like I said, you can find this episode up in a few hours. I've been editing and producing and working on the other podcast today. Um, part one and two. Thank you, Draco, for coming on the show. I much appreciate that, man. This is where I know we give the, um, the guests the platform to to tell the fans where they can find the stuff. At, but you already did it already, man. So just do your ones and twos real quick, and we done. Folks, right. we'll be back on later. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. No doubt. And until then, I bid you adieu. All right, man.